Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today, continuing our Once More With Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, today we're doing Season 2, Episode 18, Killed, Killed by, by Death. Death. This episode was first released on March 3rd, 1998, written by Rob Desitel and Dean Vitale, directed by Darren Serafan. Uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the whole series. And I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Not with this episode. Not with this episode, no. 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 If you feel the same about this one? Yeah, this is, if I'm doing a light watch, yeah, I I skip this one. It's, it's, it feels like a season one episode. Like it's an episode that probably would have been really good had it been in season one. I think it actually was meant to be in season one. Yeah. But But they didn't, they, it was one of those episodes, they didn't know where to put it. And it just happened to come after passion and it just doesn't fit at all. Mm. You needed something a bit more dealing with uh, Jenny's death. I yeah, think. there was, was a little moment of that in there, but oh, uh, not, mu- not enough. Just one scene, yeah. Not enough. It should no. have, it's like the reason for her saving whoever should have been Jenny. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, not some random trauma that we've never heard of and never heard we'll hear never of again. Never hear again? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, did you want to do the synopsis? Uh, getting right into it, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's get this over with and we can bag it more. Huh? Yeah. Uh, this episode begins with Buffy, weak with a flu. She collapses right after a fight with Angelus. She's admitted to the hospital, much against her will. Her mother reveals that Buffy has hated hospitals ever since she saw her beloved cousin, Celia, die in one when she was eight years old. Never mentioned. Never mentioned. That sounds pretty traumatic to me. Yeah. If that happened. Yeah, I think it might come up more often. Yeah, definitely. But it won't. (laughs) That night, Buffy sees a young boy, Ryan, being followed by a strange-looking creature. She then starts having flashbacks of Celia's time in the hospital. Buffy awakes and takes a walk down the hall where she sees two men remove a dead child from the children's ward. At the door, she overhears an argument between Dr. Baker and Dr. Wilson talking about Baker's experimental treatments on the kids. She meets Ryan, who tells her that death comes at night. The next morning, Buffy tells her friends about the overheard conversation. She is forced to stay at the hospital. She plans to find out what the doctor is up to, and Xander volunteers everyone's help. Cordelia and Xander sneak into the hospital's record room and search for records on the girl who died that night. Buffy visits Ryan, who is drawing pictures of the monsters she saw the night before. Willow finds that Dr. Backer has a long history of controversial experimental treatments and investigations into his practice. Dr. Becker goes to the children's ward with his latest experimental treatment. Before he can do anything, an invisible creature kills him as Ryan watches in terror. In the morning, Buffy informs everyone that Dr. Backer is not the suspect and shows them Ryan's drawing of the creature. At the library, Cordelia finds a picture of Ryan's monster on the cover of a book. They learn that it is called Kinderstud, German. Der Kinderstud. The child's death. A demon that absorbs life force of sickly children, making it seem that they died of their illness. They report to Buffy by telephone, and she realizes that Becker was murdered because he was curing the children and depriving the monster of his food. Buffy also recognises to her horror that this monster is what killed Celia whilst Buffy watched helplessly. Buffy and Willow go to Dr. Backer's office where they find he was given the children injections of the virus they already have to stimulate their immune response. 
Buffy realizes that only feverish people can see the demon, so she decides to reinfect herself with the virus. Buffy stumbles into the children's ward but finds all the children are gone. She sees Kinderstood in the room and watches as it heads out into the basement. The children hide quickly, but Kinderstood finds them and attacks Ryan. It begins to suck his life out, growing two prub- growing two protuberances. Uh, I think I stuffed that up. From his eyes and attaching them to his forehead. Buffy arrives and fights Kinderstood. Just as it is about to suck her life out, she snaps its neck. Later that day, Buffy finishes recuperating at home and Xander and Willow decide to keep her company. Buffy receives a bloody drawing from Ryan picturing how she killed the monster. The end. Thank God. <laughs> so, I will say some good things about the episode. Okay, go on. So, actually, the design of the monster. Yeah, no, the design of the monster was pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah. He, I'll, he, that, and the, the, the creepy eye thing, it's so disturbing. It's the thing that of nightmares. Yeah. Um. Cordelia has some amazing lines in this episode. Yeah. She, she's, it's a really good episode for Cordelia being snarky. Um, and Xander's actually pretty funny in this episode as yeah. well. I found I found it a little too snarky, to be honest. I thought she was a bit, bit mean sometimes. Who, Cordelia? Yeah. A little extra um, snarky. Yeah. Yeah? But I don't know. She still, <laughs> she still has some really good lines in this. Mm. That, that's what I will give it. Um, but, yeah, again, it just... It just felt, it feels out of place, this episode. Mm. Like it really needed to be in season one. Yeah. Because I think the the series has now evolved past the monster of the week. Yeah. X-Files yeah. formula. And this is straight back to X-Files. <laughs> like mm. with the synthy music and yeah. monster of the week. It's it's pure filler episode pretty much. Yeah. Um. I would have liked it to have more to do with Jenny's death. Mm. Um, and you've sort of got Angel thrown into the mix. Um, well, I liked his scenes. I thought he was uh, pretty yeah, good in them. Yeah, but I don't know. There's only a couple though, isn't it? Was it was that thing where he probably really could have taken out Xander if he wanted to. <laughs> could have destroyed Buffy's whole family. I think this is also why it doesn't work either. It was it, it kind of reminded me of Highlander, like they're on holy ground or something and he couldn't attack him. Or like, yeah, why didn't he just rip his face out there? Like what's yeah what does he care about the like, security well, guards? Yeah. Because bullets don't hurt him. Yeah. And like I, I don't think she'd be worried about that security guard either. The uh <laughs> Oh yeah, it's the guy from Sex and the, the Sex City. Sex and the City security guard. He doesn't yeah. look very intimidating. Um yeah, like it's you know you know Buffy's mum was unprotected. Um like there were just mm. so many Opportunities for him opportunities to go on a rampage and for, uh, for Angel to go on a rampage, and as I said, that's why this episode just doesn't work. It doesn't fit, mm. um, and it needed. They have Celia, who you know, thrown in, never talked about. You've got all these flashback scenes mm. that it just feels completely pointless. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, so you know, this episode doesn't really work. No. Also. What do you think of um the like the the girl that was playing um, Buffy Buffy as a kid? Uh, I don't know. What, am I supposed to think something? I don't oh really no, think anything. Like, I just didn't think it looked anything. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, look, no, I yeah. And I, she kind of looks slightly Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of had some dark features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, different color eyes as well. I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so the casting wasn't great. Um, uh, no one will notice. Yeah, and as I said, it was just it really needed to have more more to do with the consequences of Jenny's death. Yeah, which the next episode does. Hmm. So normally I just skip this one because other than a few good lines from Cordelia, hmm. you don't miss much. Nah, uh, yeah. So what what were your feelings on this? Uh yeah. Uh, that, yeah it's very very meh. Um. <laughs> Didn't enjoy this one much at all. I have to be honest. Uh, yeah, the the monster scenes wasn't too bad. Um, a little like anticlimactic. Yeah, when she just snapped its neck. Yeah, I thought that was oh, it's over. Okay. Yeah. And considering what happened last episode as well, yeah, it was a little uh, odd. Her her yeah. snapping his snapping his neck. Considering that's exactly what happened to uh, Ms. Calendar the previous yeah. episode. So I. Um, yeah, I just thought that was a little out of place. It just took me out of it a little bit, I think. Yeah, like it, she should have killed it doing something with the eye, those eye worm things. Like, like pulled them out and ripped yeah, them out. Yeah, oh, like ripped, out, ripped out the eye worms. Oh, God. <laughs> eye worms, Or I don't yeah. know, cut, the, cut off the eye worms or yeah. I don't know, something. Oh, there was a little shot of the, the hospital at night. It was like a matte painting, but it was like a really bad one. Yeah. You noticed that? Yeah. It was like I think they had the day shot, but they didn't have a night shot of it, so they just sort of coloured yeah, it was, in or something also, like that. I was also thinking perhaps I should have added the hospital to the list of things in Sunnydale, but the hospital has been in it before. Yeah. But, but what small town? I don't know. Do most small towns have a hospital? It's not really a small town, though. Is isn't it's in it's a city pretty, suburb, well, suburban yeah, town, really? Isn't it? Or a sort of? Well, it's not part of a bigger city or anything. It's a Self-contained. Oh, is it? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's meant to be like a small, t- like you only ever see one street. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks pretty suburbia though, like in like in a city, out of city sort of Los Angeles, isn't it meant no, to be? No, no, it's nowhere near Los Angeles. No? Oh, okay. No. Oh, I, I just figured it was. Nope. Sunnydale sounds kind of, you know. Yeah, no? it's outside of, like it's in California, but it's. I guess California is pretty big though, so yeah. you can have those little outside. Yeah. Uh, towns like like Bakersfield isn't that kind of like one of those towns? That's yeah. where corn came from. Okay. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Just for for a small town, it has a lot of. Hmm. Yeah. It's not really a small town. It's not. <laughs> Big little town. Big little town. Yeah. Well, they go on about it being a small town, but I'm not convinced it is no. a small town. Maybe it's kind of like Terrigan or something. Like, yeah, maybe a sale. No, I know Sale has a hospital. We're talking about uh, the sort of eastern side of uh, Victoria here, if you're wondering what <laughs> towns we're talking about. Uh, Tarragon's pretty big. Oh, I'd probably maybe go more like Bendigo. Bendigo? Bendigo's massive. Well, it has, like, does, <laughs> well, does Tarragon have a natural history museum? I don't think so. Oh, uh, Bendigo doesn't have a port. <laughs> it's landlocked. <laughs> Maybe, maybe Geelong? Maybe, yeah, maybe I was about to say Geelong. It's Geelong. All right, yeah, it's probably Geelong. Geelong. Okay. It's only, what, 40 minutes from Melbourne. Yeah, but that's a big city, yeah. yeah Geelong's still quite big. Yeah, okay. But it has a port. Yes, it has <laughs> a port. Not really, it has a... Well, it's, it's sort of a port marina and stuff, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they did have ships, like, uh, port there for a while. Though. Oh, actually, no, that wasn't there. That was... No, okay, no, forget about it. <laughs> Oh, there were plans to do the manly um, fairy thing there, I think, at one stage. Oh, okay. Do something like that. But, uh, yeah, just Never easy happened. to drive to it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, um, I think I've said everything. 
Like I like it's just <laughs> there's just not there's just really not much to say, is there? Yeah, uh, um, like it's not a you know it's not a great episode. Like I can you can kind of throw a few. Well, you know it's sort of like she felt helpless mm. after Jenny's death. So just helping these kids, but yeah, you know it is. Um, it's very similar to nightmares. Did I say that earlier? No. Um. Yeah. Very similar to the episode nightmares from season one. With the little kids, yeah, I got that with feeling. That yeah, kid. Oh, I also got a little bit of a Freddy Krueger feel from it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has been mentioned before. I think people did ask if yeah. Josh got, got the got idea because he's got the claws, the claws, and I think it's the boiler room scene at the end yeah. that sort of really sets it up. It's yeah. very uh, Freddy. Oh, the problem is, Kruger. I dislike that scene because the kids all are just sitting there screaming, uh, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> like, instead of running away, they just huddled in a corner screaming nonstop, like. Like run away, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. As I said, pure filler episode, um, and the synth music. I don't think Christoph Beck did the score for this one. No, I don't think he did. No, because um, they're back to that. It was that back to that synthy yeah. sound from the first season. It felt like the lighting was very similar to the first season. Mm. Um, the effects, <laughs> yeah. I just. The next episode's a lot better. Uh, just speaking of um, of uh, guest stars, uh, Richard Hurd, the guy who played the Doctor, mm-hmm. um, he looked familiar. He's been in lots of things. Yeah, uh, I actually think he ends up being in the series again. Oh, uh, does he? Not uh, as the Doctor, as a different character. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, sadly, passed away last year. Oh. Uh, so, but uh, he has had a long, long career. Is this uh, a rabbit hole you went down? Not really. No. Um, Although there was one movie I did come across uh, called Inalienable, uh, made in 2007. I think it was a sci-fi channel movie or something. Uh, it's got Richard Hatch, you know, Apollo from um, Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. the original Apollo. Uh, he finds like an alien life form that like gets inside him and then he like gives birth to a child and then they want to take the child off him. <laughs> It looks absolutely awful. Uh, <laughs> just don't. Um, there are actually a few famous people in this, uh, surprisingly. No, not famous, just, uh, you know. B grade. <laughs> well, it's got Walter Koning. Koning? Koning? Oh, Koning. That's uh, Chekhov, the original Chekhov from Star Trek. He actually wrote this as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's got Alan Ruck, you know, Fry from um, Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Avari, that's that sort of Egyptian guy. He always plays the Egyptian guy. I don't think he's a, the, the Egyptian guy in this, but so uh, yeah, this this movie looked god awful. Uh, <laughs> maybe so bad it's good, or maybe just bad. Um, Were there any other rabbit holes you went down this this week? Uh, well, the title of the episode, which was "Killed by Death," "Killed by Death," is a Motorhead song. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, released on a compilation album. No remorse. Uh, so I was listening to a bit of a uh, Motorhead. I'm not a huge Motorhead fan. Like I, I like Motorhead. I don't generally put on their songs, but I, I'm quite happy to listen to their songs. Um, they did a cover of Enter Sadman, and I do not believe you could make that song sound any eviler. <laughs> uh, they do an awesome cover. It's really, really, if you're a fan of Motorhead, you probably didn't know, knew this, but uh, uh, yeah, I yeah really enjoyed that. It was actually really cool. Um course he's no longer with us either yeah, oh lemmy he 
good old 2016 took 2016 him. 2016 took him. Yeah, took a few people. Um, yeah, other than that, not really. Um, there was nothing. Nothing again in this episode. There was really nothing enthralling to sort of take me down anywhere. Sort of mm. really interesting, and I, I was really trying. I was just sort of looking around and uh, looking at the actors, and uh, apart from that, uh, a movie inalien- inalienable. <laughs> Can't even say it properly. It just doesn't sound right. Inalienable. Yeah. <laughs> Tongue twister movie. Um, yeah, no, that's it for me, baby. I got nothing. All right, let's just get into question time. Oh, God, we're just getting straight into it now, aren't we? Yeah. Answer the question. Um, I was going to ask. Oh, yeah? Had you, I forgot to ask, had you seen this episode? Oh, no, I had it, no. Not even a little bit. No, no, nothing. Yeah, and from as this I one. said, I'd probably normally skip. Yeah, some that's of probably them why. Watch. <laughs> I haven't seen this one. Um, all right. Which character was your favourite in this episode? Well, I actually did like Angelus, the little the scenes that he was in. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cordelia. Ooh. It's a good Cordelia episode. Yeah, she has some good lines. Um, which character do you love to hate? I kind of love to hate Cordelia in this episode. <laughs> I'll go Der Kinderstud. The Kinderstud. Oh, which means in German? Did we say that? Children's death or something? Yeah. Children's death. Yeah. 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 I wasn't a fan um, of Cordy in this one. Yeah. Bit, bit, bit too snarky, I thought. Just a few moments. I'm like, oh, that's... oh what? Maybe she gets she get the thing on her face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The thing. Um, What was the most memorable fight scene? Uh, The Buffy and Jealous fight scene at the start, I thought was pretty good. I oh, like, no. When, when um, and then Xander. D- oh, Willow! It. Willow puts a coat over his head. And they start head. punching him. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the, yeah. The it was, old school, it was quite, the school quite brawl. Just chuck a, you know. <laughs> they chucked a jacket over his head. Started and then, beating him with it. And um, beating, yeah. And had crosses to protect Buffy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was quite a funny one. Um. Yeah, I was gonna go with the Kinderstood fight scene at the end because those wormy things are a bit scary. Hmm. <laughs> and the neck snap. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she jumped f- over his head and snapped his neck. <laughs> she did a backflip and snapped his neck. Yeah. Um. And what is it? And Xander's like, "Is it dead? I heard something snap." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming it's dead. Um. So his body's still there. Yeah. I wonder what the cleanup of that. Like, are they going to be like searching down there for some weird, weird smell? smell. <laughs> what is that, that smell? smell? And then there's like a pile of rotting something with. I don't know. Would they even see it? Yeah. Mm. Didn't really think of that. Um. Next question. LOL moment. Uh, where Xander came in with the flowers. So flowers <laughs> for my lady. I think those are called balloons. Yeah, stick them in water maybe. They'll grow. <laughs> yeah. Mine had to be um, Cordelia. Uh, so this isn't you being afraid of hospitals because your friend died and you want to conjure up a monster that you can fight so that you can save everybody and not feel so helpless. And then Giles says, Cordelia, have you ever actually heard of tact? And Cordelia's like, tact is just not saying true stuff. I'll pass. What, uh, what's tact? Um, Being a bit more tactful with the way when you oh, speak okay. to I, people. I, I, I didn't know what I was talking about then. We just said tact. I was like, what? Yeah, tactful. Uh, yeah, I, 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 that went over my head, that one. Oh, okay. Um, who gets the wooden spoon? Cordy. Oh, no, I'm giving it to Angel. Oh, really? For not killing 
Dander. Oh, and, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. And Buffy's mom and Giles and, like, mm. she was in the hospital. He could have had a, he could have had a feast with, like, he could have decimated her entire family. Well, it's kind of the things with the, with the vampires, like, they're so powerful, they could just walk in and just kill everyone in the hospital if they wanted to, but they don't. Yeah. It's like, I kind of mentioned with this uh, when we're watching this, like the the secrecy, like when Buffy starts going on about vampires, and they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 vampires," just sort of mocking her, just to just to make sure everyone knows that she's just talking a bit loopy because she's you know a bit high on the meds. And I'm thinking, but why why do they hide the vampires? Like, why do they persist in the lie? Like, wouldn't um, it be isn't it a little irresponsible? Like, shouldn't people know about the threat that's out there? Isn't that be well, I think they when they try. Well, I think the way that the vampires have worked it is that you stay in the shadows so you don't get found out. And then, why? Well, because I think if you know how to avoid vampires, you wouldn't put this. Yeah, it, it'd be much yeah. harder to to. Um, I know we're going down sort of the true blood sort of, yeah, of the yeah. vampires coming out of the coffin, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but I, it just seem, does seem a little silly to be secretive, and the fact that I've been around for hundreds if not thousands of years as well, mm. and and people are still not sure whether they're real or not. And when people do start talking about vampires and demons, um, they get put in psych wards. Yeah. 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 Um, what was your favourite scene? I really liked the scene with uh, Angelus and Xander, like the little confrontation they have. Oh, I hate and, that one. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. It, it reminded us, I don't know if I said before, Highlander, like on holy ground so they, they <laughs> yes. can talk and have their moments confront each other without, you know, going all at it. Uh, I don't know why it went that way. As you said, they, he could have just, you know, ripped his head off and they eaten it. But um, just uh, him him sort of uh, baiting Xander. It's like, oh, you still like it, don't you? You know, mm. and yeah, him just getting all cut about it. He's like, oh, but there's security guards here. Like, oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> security guards. Stay away from them. And a couple of cops. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I like the end scene with them all in the bed. Hmm. Just hanging out. Okay. Eating chips and getting Joyce to actually be a mother. Yeah, all right. Waiting on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then getting all shocked by the picture that the kid drew. Hmm. Um... What was your least favourite scene? The final scene at the end where they're all sitting in the bed. <laughs> I didn't like that one. Um, I just felt like a little pointless epilogue at the end. And do you know uh, what my least favourite scene was? The one with Angel and Santa. <laughs> yeah. In the hospital. Total opposites on this one, aren't we? <laughs> yes. Yeah, sometimes we're on point and uh, this one we're complete, you know, opposite day. Yeah. Um, What was your favourite quote? Uh, as one with Xander and Buffy. Uh, Xander's, you don't know how to kill this thing. And Buffy's, I thought I might try violence. And Xander replies, solid call. Yeah. And mine's just Cordelia's. Ew, ew, ew. That's disgusting. Why do I? What was that? What was that part? Um, it's when she, she's trying to tell Buffy how the, the Kinderstood kills people. Yeah. And she opens up the book. Which is just like, ew, 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 ew. Yeah. Mm. Um, Best Cordelia freakout moment. (laughs) Uh, That was uh, the the thing on Buffy's face. Uh, That thing on her face. Why she say she got a thing fixed? You get a thing fixed on her face. You know, the thing on her face. (laughs) What is she she talking about? Anything? Is is there anything on her face? 
I was thinking, what is her on her face? No, no, she's just being typical Cordelia. Yeah. Um, no, I like the um. Nobody told me I was supposed to bring a gift. I was out of the loop on gifts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, who's the MVP of the episode? Oh, well, Buffy, I guess gets yeah. to the MVP. I think she was pretty, pretty, pretty solid and uh, saved the day. Yep, stay, save the creepy kids. Yeah, and then the creepy kids are walking up to her, just going, "It's death. Mm. Death is coming for us." You can't kill death. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And what do you rate this episode out of ten? I gave it three soul-sucking eyes. Um. Yeah, I gave it four out of ten screaming kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we're only up to thirty minutes, baby. It's a really short one. Yeah, it's going to be a short one. It's going to be back to the season yeah. one episodes that we had done. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, very, very short episode. Well, um, wrap it up. Yeah, well, that's, yep, that's it. All right. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Subculture. I'm Jared. I'm Edwina. And you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There's a Facebook group. And you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And be sure to like, share, subscribe, shout us a comment. Maybe give us some more pointers for the next episode. We can talk a bit more. Until next time, take care. See ya. Grr, arg.